2: Careful with me right there. I do feel going backwards. If
3: I'm going backwards, boom, out. Owens! Six! Boom! That's gonna gonna do it. Trying to get the job done. Happy they did it real quick. John Vellante!
4: Welcome to UFC Uncle Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking
5: podcast. That's dangerous!
4: <laughs> of We're out of here. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Oh, let Matt and Jim. Let's take sips together. Um, that should be Matt and Fat Jim. I can't stop shoving fucking holiday treats into my face. And by those I mean breasts. Uh <laughs> I've been eating a lot of
5: chocolate, Jimmy. You look good. Yeah. I'm an ass man.
4: We have a good show today. Um, one of my favorite fighters, uh, Ovin St. Prue, who we love, uh, will be on as well as another great guy, Gian Vellante. And uh, can we start Matt by saying what shit luck poor Leon Edwards has had this year? <laughs> Dude, what's, God. Man. So frustrating. In rainy old London right now.
5: Fucking looking out the window with the COVID. He's
4: got COVID. He's got the COVID. He's got covid and his fight uh at one at, at uh, UFC I guess uh, 183 fight night was it a fight night i think it was um supposed to be fighting uh Hamza Chamaya. You have any
5: symptoms by the way? Oh no,
4: do we know that? Yes, they, they I, we were just talking before Antonio said that he's actually lost some weight and he's uh, i guess he's actually really sick oh, so shit. um that, at least that's what i've heard poor leon hasn't fought since july 2019 and anyone who listens to this show knows that Matt and I love Leon Edwards and cannot wait to see him fight again. And I don't think he gets his due as a fighter. So I was really, really happy. He was getting a high profile fight like this,
5: you know, and uh, it would have answered a lot of uh, questions with uh, Kamza.
4: I mean, you know, Kanzat right. did
5: get Gerald out of there early and that was sure his he did. real yeah. test was Gerald Mershot. And uh, I forgot what Gerald, you know, Gerald got taken out with the first punch pretty much, and uh, it's funny, I forgot what he wrote in his Instagram or on his Twitter after that, but it was something pretty much funny, almost like, oh, yeah, I, I, I screwed that up, or something, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but it was something funny, yeah, I guess that's the way you have to handle a situation like that, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to say, you know, it's better that than, than the way the other guy handled the loss to, like, uh, to the way Costa handled the loss to Adesanya. Like, now I'm really sure. mad. Now I'm going to get you. It's like, no, you got to just be like, ah, Scott, you know what? That sucked. I can do better next time.
4: Ben Askren. I thought Ben Askren handled his loss great when he tweeted, well, that yes. sucked. I thought that was a funny tweet. It's like, I, yeah, I, all right, it happened. No, he, he had a
5: great attitude about it. You got you to be like that, you know? But uh, listen, hey, oh, by the way. Gian What's up, man? I haven't, you know, I haven't, spoke, I haven't spoken to him for, forever. I haven't spoken to him. I Why? Just, well, I, are you guys? No, a fight? I, first of all, I love him. There, there's no, nobody in the world does not love Vellante, John I Vellante, Gian Vellante. Yeah. Um, I'd call him Gian, you know what I mean? And that's you gotta okay. see how I told you how he introduced. Well, now he's married now, he's got a girl now, the kid. I haven't seen him, but I say he used to introduce himself to the girls with the whole how you pronounce his full name, Gian. How do you pronounce it? Not Gian. The full name of that. How does that? What is it?
4: Um, I just know him as Gian Gianponte. I don't know. Well, what is Gian short for? It's, oh, I don't know. What's I don't, Let's I ask don't him know.
5: when he gets on. But he says it all like, but I didn't, You know, he used to be the heartthrob, but now he's the man. Now he's a married mm-hmm. guy. Or well, now he's still be a heartthrob. Yeah, he still be the heartthrob. <laughs> but my point is this: I haven't. I used to. I usually, with Volante, I'm seeing him at my school. But then we—it was at my Levittown Academy, which we closed down. So, and, and because oh. of the times, you know, I did not see him at all for this camp. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, not,
4: so you guys are on really no, bad not term. a bad term,
5: But I usually oh. catch up with him and bullshit with him. You like to start some drama? No, no, I <laughs> love the long My thing, my point is, I'm happy. To be talking to sure. him today, you know? Okay. Because listen, this whole this whole COVID thing did a lot for a lot of people, people you normally see because of the circumstances you just don't see as much.
4: You know what I mean? And that's one of them. But it's it's and again, we just talked to um uh Marvin Vittori the other day about the opportunities that come up because of COVID. And and it and it's like the good things for a guy like that who I really like gets a huge fight against number 4 Hermanson, uh the main oh, event. And the shit Things is guys like Leon Edwards um lose a big opportunity or or Cody Garbrandt is we're still recovering from COVID. Uh will eventually be fighting Davidson and Figueroa, which is not another fight I can't wait to well, see. Um is a tough fight for anybody though, man. He really looks I good love
5: But uh yeah, but back to Leon Edwards, let's let's keep it positive because he's he's gonna get his chance to shine. Everybody wants yeah, sure to see will. him fight. I mean, what is he yeah. gonna be? What is he gonna be? An extra two months that we're not, you know what I mean. He's been this patient this long. Let's stay positive. You know what I mean? And and there's so much to look forward to anyway, you know?
4: Buddy, I hope he gets it. Yeah, I I just, here's what I, and again, I'm not even being negative. I just hope that, you know how this game goes, is where all of a sudden, you know, hey, look, so-and-so dropped out. They're going to move Shemaev up to fight this guy now. And then all of a sudden that happens. And, you know, I just want to see Leon. And and I have nothing against Hamza Shemaev. I just love Leon Edwards. And so, I, you know, there's very few people I'm going to root against he's Leon. Henders.
5: Underrated in the sense where he's just not talked about enough, you know, because he's of his skill set. I enough. mean, he's so he's so well rounded, and uh, if yeah. if you look at uh, his past performances, I just want to say I was really looking forward to that fight, but but Me listen, too. Too. you know what else I'm looking forward to? What? The next Mandalorian but also Jack Jacker Manson versus Marvin Vittoria. Yeah. that's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. to you know I'm I mean Jimmy uh if they had to replace uh Kevin Holland somebody it, yeah. it, I like I like when I heard he was out and then when I heard it was I was I was upset for like a second but then once I heard it was Marvin I'm like I got excited again I'm just as excited yeah you know uh, I think he I, yeah, I, I mean think he's too. hysterical, Marvin Vittori. I, I, he's great. I because he's he admits he's like, look, he's like, you know, the guy's a good guy, Kevin Holland. Like he's a humble guy. He's he took the, they wanted me to take the picture. He goes, no, no, that guy's a, a you know basically that guy's a tough guy. No, that guy's a good guy. He's a he's like a, he's, a, he's gonna future star. Let me take let you know he's being like getting him in the picture that type of thing. Kevin Holland's a good man, but he still put that meme out with him in the fucking basket with the uh, <laughs> him in the yeah. carriage with a bunch of. More Vittori doesn't give a shit. He's not here to make friends. I think that was hysterical, yeah. and I think he's very honest about it. And he's like, no, nah, he's a good guy, but, too. you know. I have enough friends. Basically, <laughs> he's
4: laughing. When you I saw know. him yelling at Carl Roberson in that lobby, you imagine just being like, imagine if you cut him he's off. A real
5: guy, no, he's a him. Oh I like, yeah.
4: him. I like him a lot. He's, I like he's always laughing. He's always laughing about this. He's a, he is, and <laughs> le- but but the, but when he's not laughing, yeah. you get out of the way he's about to throw a big ugly punch at your face he is a he's a, a very fun guy but man i would not want to be on the receiving end of his anger
5: good to see you man you look good
4: yeah uh,
2: like likewise likewise good to see you
4: we uh had jamal hill on and i and i've told him and i bore the fans by saying it over to but i love when a guy eight no guy um Younger fighter, really, really on a good role, but I love when they fight a veteran and I love to see how they handle a guy like you, like again, like uh, Menafield, how, how you were able to stop Menafield. Do you like fighting these younger guys or these guys that have all of this? I don't want to say hype because it's due their credit, but do you like fighting these guys that uh haven't come up against a guy like you yet? I mean,
2: I wouldn't, uh like a yes and no factor or whatnot. As of right now, yeah, just because, you know, I'm trying to uh, regain myself within the 205 division and whatnot. But to be honest, like, it's it's either, like, you make it to the UFC, no fights this easy in the UFC, period. And, you know, do I rather – I remember when I was coming up the ranks, I think the, the highest I got at two was like four or five. And I was thinking to myself, you know, fighting these guys in the top 50, is not too bad anymore. You start going to the top 10 and you'd be like, okay, these guys know what they're doing. And that margin between the the top five and the number one contenders spot, that margin in there is so small. It's just like, if you mess up, you're done. But, you know, the up and coming guys or whatnot, they're coming up, to be honest, they're coming up really, really fast. Is that a good thing? Not necessarily, because when you do happen to fight a veteran within the game or whatnot, Makes that much of a difference. How many times have you seen, like, you know, for example, you can act. You can, you can look at Glover. How many times have you seen him fight, and everybody, oh, he's he's gonna lose this fight. He's gonna lose this fight. But everybody margin in error this small, and Glover always capitalize on it. And this is where he's at right now, and this is pretty much what I'm doing right now myself.
5: Yeah, that's what you want to hear. Yeah, right? that's, you look really you that you you look the way you want. I you should look with a guy that's going into a fight with uh, a guy like this, does it motivate you that this is his coming out party? He's looking at you like, oh shit, this is guy, OSP's been around, people know him, biggest name to date I'm fighting. I, this is my coming out party. Different than Jimmy's coming Man. out party. This is this is your, this is his, <laughs> okay. this is his, sorry, Jimmy. Um, this is going to be his moment. Does that motivate you to be like, uh-uh, no, it ain't? I mean, it's... It...
2: it's not it don't motivate me at all it's a job to me I know what to do I've been here for so long you know I fought the best I had five main events I don't know how many co-main events my fact my this fight my last three fights going to be um well this fight is going to be the third co-main event spot that I had and you know when you really look at it or you know it can put him in in a situation where he can be excited his team can be excited or whatnot but you're not the cold event because of what you do, what you did, your two fights in the UFC, you're the Colton event because of me. So I know it's just like, you know, it, it, it's his coming out party. Yes. But, you know, last year around this time he was on a contender series and it, it is what it is, but like, it's different, man. When you, when you want to break into rankings or whatnot, and he thought all, all these, a lot of these contender guys, like, They're doing good. They're moving up. But when you want to break in, if you see them when they start getting guys in the top 15, it becomes problematic. And I'm a big problem because I've been with guys in the top 15. I've been with guys in the top 10. I've been with guys in the top five. And I actually been with guys that are actually pound for pound, probably the best fight in the world.
4: Yeah. I can't think of it. And he throws a really good body kick as well. I mean, that's one of my favorite things that you do is that just that heavy, horrible sounding body kick you throw. Uh, So that's probably my favorite thing that you do. You know, everyone has something that I enjoy the most. I I would say that to me is the thing that you do that I go like, oh, every time I see you throw it. And he also seems to have the ability to do that.
2: Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Like I said, when you're young, you don't really care. You just go. But at the end of the day, just like you just got to be careful. You know, just like uh, Minifil, you know, it's crazy because everybody like, you know, striking wise, like I remember when I fought Shogun, everybody was like, oh, you know, Shogun has to knock out power or whatnot. And I put him to sleep. Well, you know, Menifield, he was like, Well, the fight keeps standing, is gonna knock out OSP. I knocked him out. And you know, um, you know, Jamal Hill, he he got good power too. He was like, It's well, you know, his striking looks better than OSP or whatnot. I was like, Man, I've knocked out people with my feet, I've knocked out people with my hands. And if the fight happened to go to the ground or whatnot, I'll have really unorthodox submissions that could actually, you know, put somebody out before anybody knows what's happening.
5: How does it feel? How many, this is your, how, how many fights you have in the UFC? Do you know? If the <laughs> Shit. I Man, I don't this know, probably.
2: Number 40, I,
4: I think, right? 25 uh, and 14.
2: Yeah, 25 and 14. But I think it's like my 23rd, 22nd, 23rd fight in the UFC.
5: Oh, and you now have, we all have yeah. we all have nerves. We're all human, but how does it feel now, pre-fight locker room, back compared to your first day? Do you remember back in your first time in the UFC? <laughs> back in-
2: <laughs> I remember I remember my first fight in the UFC. It's crazy just because like it's just different. Cause I like, you know, before then I was with Strike Force, I had like eight or nine fights in Strike Force. And then after that, he's just like making that transition, he's just I remember it, but it was also a, a, a. It was also one of them fights. Like, you know, I got my hand raised at the end of the night, but I didn't even know what that meant. It was like a technical decision or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think it was against uh, Gian Vellante. Oh shit! Wait. Oh, yeah. he's our next guest. Exactly. We have Gianna on after oh, Wow, what a coincidence! Okay, yeah, it was a good self, and he. And he's just like, like you know, I got my hand raised, and we both looked at each other, like, what it was a what a technical uh, like decision I, I didn't know what that that yeah. is but the the butterflies out there but after that first fight it's just like okay you know like okay i just need to get that one out of the way and once i got that one out of the way i'm pretty much good to go and you know i was i did pretty well after that um but you know within the fight within the fighting game you always know, have the up and downs or whatnot for me, personally, it depends how I do, how I present myself during uh, how, during training camp. Like, you know, fight camp when I, not fight camp, but um, when I go to uh, fight week, my weight is low. There's nothing you can tell me. I came in, my weight, I have probably about 13 pounds to cut right now, and I feel good. And if I feel good, it's trouble for everybody. And I tell people, too, the times I come in and my weight is almost perfect and my wake up goes smooth, that's potential bonus right there.
4: No, right now, again, just to put it into perspective, 13 pounds um, in, in, in a few days, it sounds like a lot, but it, it, for you to get down to, uh, to a five, this, this is not a big cut right now?
2: Oh, no, definitely not, definitely not. This times, there was times where on a Thursday night, I'm cutting, I'm at like 218, 217, trying to cut down, and I'm like, shit. But, like, for me now, it's just a discipline af- aspect of it. Like, I've been doing this for so long. Either do I want to make it hard on the front end or do I make it, want to make it harder on the back end? I always make it hard on the front end. So, I put in all the time and effort during camp. And then, after that, once it comes to weigh-ins or whatnot, you know, this time during weigh-ins, I'm sitting around. Like, I try to be the first guy over there all the time. And, you know, my hydration process is killer. I'm, I'm like right on point. And then once I fill back in, I'm, uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I consider myself to be a bad mofo.
4: Yeah, and I was looking over. It's funny too. I'm looking over well, your, your your first two fights that you fought were in, I uh, got you know, 2008 now, and and you, they were both losses, but they were decision losses. When you're first starting, you have a couple of decision losses. Do you start to think like, all right, what what do I have to do to get a win here? Do you begin doubting yourself, or or do you know that it's just minor adjustments you have to make?
2: Um, there's There's a point of times you you start doubting yourself. Because a lot of times when I used to do it, I used to do a lot of my, you know, conditioning by myself. And you can only push yourself so far, but when I got with a certain conditioning coach, you know, boom. I went like on an eight-fight win streak. You know, I was fighting. Shoot, I I had – I went on an eight-fight win streak, and I remember at one point in time I had three fights in a – was it five or seven-week period? And I was and I, yeah. After that, I needed to take a break. But you know, is it, it, you can doubt yourself, but at the end of the day, you're doubting yourself because you know you're missing something, and you know you're not doing something. So you know, once you start clicking things and putting things into perspective, and actually doing things step by step, it usually end up being okay. And
4: how is uh sorry, man? How is the uh, the pandemic kind of affected? You're getting right because we see so many. Guys dropping out, and so many guys getting fights that they probably wouldn't have had before. And it's been really interesting. How has this affected you? Have you gotten kind of paranoid about it, or are you doing everything exactly as you did before?
2: No, I'm. I don't. I don't care about the pandemic. If I'm if I'm thinking about that, I'm not thinking about training. I'm not thinking about fighting. You know, um, shoot. Back in August, uh, I was supposed to fight August the twenty second, and I ended up fighting September fifth because they pushed that back because I tested positive for COVID. I had no symptoms. Um, I ended up developing the antibodies and whatnot. But even going into, you know, training camp, my perspective was, okay, first week there, I was like kind of, you know, tiptoeing around. Okay, I got to be careful about this. I got to be careful about that. Make sure if I'm doing this, I'm being extra paranoid for what? And typically when you're extra paranoid about stuff, that's when things tend to happen. So I was like, you know what? I don't care if I catch it, I catch it. You know, we'll figure out. We'll, we'll just play it by year after that. And you know, I actually told myself, man, I wish I would have had it. You know, two months prior because I would have had developed the antibodies by then, and I would have been good. Um, but I caught it, and it did affect me when I was supposed to fight on the twenty second. Had to get the fight pushed back two weeks. And you know, um, came out and had a and had a great show. I. It's hard. I know the pandemic is crazy. I know the COVID is crazy itself. But me personally, I cannot be in a situation where, you know, I'm I'm worried. Cause if I'm if I'm if I put myself in that situation, I'm taking my I'm taking myself out of the fight game. And to be honest, when it comes to the pandemic, it's just like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna do what I need to do.
5: You gotta keep moving forward. Keep doing what you gotta do. And, yeah. and if anything, it takes away distractions. <laughs> I don't you can look at it as a positive. Oh, yeah can okay, go. I'll go to a movie yeah. tonight. And get some dinner. Now nah, I guess maybe I won't. I'll just train. Yeah. I'll eat a carrot and I'll do stuff that, on the treadmill. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Hey, what's one thing you like to do on not fight related?
2: A hobby. Man, to be honest, man, uh, I picked up mountain biking. Ah, I like that. I picked up mountain. I picked up mountain biking, and it's crazy too, just because, like, you know, I had one of my buddies. He. uh, he did track and field at UT. He actually went to the Olympics, uh, the 2016 Olympics. And, you know, when he was at UT, he was like, uh, he did uh, shot put in uh, in uh disc. And I was like, he was like almost 300 pounds when he was at UT. And I had seen him one day and I was like, bro, what have you been doing? And looked at him. He was like 240 shredded. And he was like, I just been working out. I was like, what workout you been on? He was like, just been mountain biking. And I was like, all right, cool. I, I've seen people on bikes before and I'm like, kind of just brush it off. Yeah. And he's like, no, you should come. Because I had a bike. I, I had a bike. We Went riding. We Went riding. I guess the the first spot he took me to was like, for mountain bikers who were like a, a kind of like a medium type deal or whatnot. And I was like, I did not expect this today. I'm white. I'll probably be done for the next couple of days because my legs are on fire. My heart felt like it was going to come out my chest. And I told him he was like, "Well, next time we do something, we can uh, we just can go go a, lot of ra- a lighter route." And I was like, "It's too late now. Nah, I did this one. I can't go back." Yeah. And then after that, I just started biking. But people don't realize, like, you know, going uphill on the bike is, is is really strenuous. You can get a good cardio going uphill. But for me, perspective-wise, like, it's the downhill that catches me. The downhill is the dangerous part. So you know, when- why is that? Because, man, you got no room for error. If you, if I think too much going downhill on a mountain bike, I'm going to crash. Man, how steep is this? How oh,
4: steep- mountain biking is not. I mean, okay. You know, I'm so dumb. You're actually on like a trail.
2: Yeah. But oh. you see, in Knoxville, we have one of the best like trails in the southeast. We got a triple black diamond trail, which is pretty, it's, it's, I mean, it's a pretty good trail. So like, you know, when you talk about reflexes, coordination, alertness, focus or whatnot, all of that is hype. And there's times, like my best time going mountain biking is like Friday nights when we spar because I'll do it Friday afternoon, Friday morning, and I'm going downhill and I don't have to think about anything because like I said, if I think, I'm in trouble. And then after I get through biking, I go spar and everything is just for some reason in slow motion because my nervous system already been heightened for biking. You're on high alert. And it carries yeah. Up, yeah, so it carries over to uh, training. So when that ended up happening, I'm like, why everything is moving slow? It just, it's cool, but it's, it, I'm not gonna lie, it's also it's dangerous and scary too, and that's the, and I think that's the reason because you're drilling in and your nervous system get jacked up, and it's still there throughout the day. So when I actually go train, it's just like me sparring or me being in a high pressure situation. It's just like. Man, I was on a bike about three inches from a three tree going about 25 miles per hour. So I'm good. Is, you know, I can dodge a punch.
4: That's, that's how dumb I am. I thought you were in, I, I literally am thinking you're in, in like on, a, on a, a street, like a mountain road. I'm not thinking oh. dirt trails. That's oh that. That explains why it's so scary going downhill.
2: Oh, yeah. These trees are, is <laughs> unpredictable. Then it depends on the weather. Like it's the fall time right now. So they got leaves all over the place. So, yeah. you know, you gotta be fish telling and stuff but i mean it's it's been good i like it can't complain about
5: that. i didn't expect you to be i didn't expect expect it to be that hardcore i was about when you said a bike yeah. i was about to thank god i didn't chime in but i'll do it now I was, I was like oh i me too and me and my family go up to the the train station and back stop for ice cream <laughs> <laughs> this guy he's dodging oh. trees he's almost dying holy shit forget i brought that up about me on my bike <laughs> It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, this is like active rest. I'm fucking like Pee Wee Herman, dude. That's amazing.
4: Aren't you afraid of wild animals too, mountain lions or whatever it is? Because there's a lot we of guys have, that go hiking. We
2: don't, and, we don't have lions in Knoxville.
4: What kind of wild animals would be a problem? There any?
2: I mean, we've seen a couple. There've been a couple of deer. they have been like coyotes out there or uh-huh. whatnot, but not, not nothing too, nothing too crazy. I mean, we. I think it depends. For like, if you go to the. Um, if you end up going to the Smoky Mountains towards Asheville and stuff, you might find some bears and stuff. But other than that, you know, for me, just, for me, it's just a thrill. It it, is another, is another way to actually jack up my nervous system, jack up my, my ability to focus rather than, you know, training or whatnot. Training, those variables will still always be there, but if you get something else and do that, like it, it becomes different. Like, you know, I, I've always thought, like, Cowboy Cerrone, like, every time he does all those crazy stunts and stuff, I was like, why is he doing that? He's just like, but then after he gets in the and you see him, his demeanor is just, like, that of, like, I don't care. Yeah. It's just like, what, what, what can you put me that I haven't been through already that pretty much jacked up, jumping off a plane, freaking sky, doing all of that, what can you put me in a situation that I haven't done that can actually put me, that can actually make me fight that much better? I mean, I like after I did that, I was like, "Oh, okay, so this is what it is." So you get that it was, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Oh
5: yeah, that's cool. And you can control it. Do, more. do you ever? Do you ever? Um, just go to like a little lighter. Do you always do it so hardcore? Do you ever go? All right, look, a little. I'll consider it like an active rest day. I'll just like go on my bike and do like a light trail. Do you ever do that just to chill, or do you always do it like like a like you know that hardcore?
2: You know what? It's it's not that hardcore, but like you'd be amazed how much people are into it. And I was, I remember I was biking like about a week ago, and there was this lady that was there, and I was like, "Hey, okay," because we got a we got this one troll when we're going downhill. We call it a uh, cruise farm in Baker's Creek. I mean, cruise farm in uh and a barn burner, and she had her like three year old son strapped on her in front of her bike going down, and I'm like looking at her, and I'm like. Oh, yeah, he loves it. He does it all the time. The only problem we have is when we're going uphill, he falls asleep, but going down here, he loves it all the time. And I was like, and I see that, but you also see like 50-year-old women doing it, and like you're looking at them and be like, okay, I'm not going to take the shortcut. I'm not going to take a light today. So I think my, my next thing I'm trying to work on is trying to get a single-speed bike, trying to do that, because... Doing them with the gears and stuff is cool, but I'm trying to do a single speed bike going uphill <laughs> and going back down. Hey,
5: oh, <laughs> You said about the uh, the animals, or the, the no coyotes on the trail with those fifty year old women. Is there a lot of cougars on this? trail? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find you can find a pretty lot of tra- I'm only fucking around.
4: on the trail.
5: I'm only fucking around. Uh, sh-
4: so, wait, is the single speed harder than what you're doing, oh, yeah, or is yeah. it easier?
2: because no, the thing about it is. My bike has about eleven or twelve gears in it right now. So every time it gets the you going going uphill gets harder, you gotta I can I can actually low down the gears to make it easier to pedal. But if you single speed is one speed the whole entire time regardless. So you if you going uphill and you're sitting down on your bike, you might have to get up and start digging, start digging, start digging, start digging. And that's where you really get an effective workout is the single speed this guy that I've, that I've ride with. And I'm like, there's this guy, his name is, uh, uh, um, Lehman. He rides a single speed pretty much all the time. And he's just like this 50 year old dude. And he's, he, he kills us every single time. He, I mean, he don't, this guys that ride, that want to jump and everything. They can jump, but he just rides single speed and he'll like, he, he, he was like, yeah, I can jump, but I don't want to jump. You know? I'm not young. I just ride just because it keeps me in shape. But every time he pops out his bike in a single speed bike and I'm like looking at him and I was like, there's no way I can do that right now.
4: That's why. Yeah. He just, he just likes to do it without. He doesn't, he's not looking for any fanfare. He just wants to stay in shape. And by the way, the way the the description you're giving it is exactly the reason I don't do it (laughs) because it's hard on your legs. It's difficult. That's exactly why I would prefer just to go around a track uh, with a nice 10 speed.
2: (laughs) I'm good on that.
4: I mean it I think
2: when when people road bike and stuff, you do get a good cardio aspect and whatnot. But for me, the the very, the variation of the scenarios not there. Like, you know, we rode with a guy, who was like, I had a street bike and I rode in a street bike and you know, I felt safe because there was like six feet and it was hard for me to do anything. And it was I'm I'm really gonna fall down. He's like, I'm in these trail and I'm cutting and turning, and I only got a foot to work with. And even like the variables are a lot different. You're everything about what you're doing on a mountain bike and and, and compared to a street bike, everything is just like completely different. So now, just if I get a chance, I'll run, but I'll probably bike before I run. Did
5: you start with one bike and say, you know what, I'm so into this, <clears throat> I'm gonna be, I'm upgrading to this bike? Or did you what, what kind of bike are you riding? Like you start with like a oh. fucking huffy and go, you know what, this ain't. Work. I don't know. No, I, I initially had
2: a, I initially had a trail, uh, not a trail, but a, a trek fuel, oh. which is a hybrid between a street and mountain bike. And I had that for a while, but I had to get a couple upgrades on it. And then I found a discount on a one of my buddies, the guy that I was talking about. It, the, the back order on bikes has been crazy right now. But I ended up getting me a chromag. A chromag can actually it's more durable for for somebody's my side. If I'm actually cutting through, through trails pretty fast, sounds, and nice. it, it makes a world of difference. <laughs> so the tires are a little fa- a little fatter on them, so I can grip easier, so I can hit banks a little faster or whatnot. So um, my mag I like that a lot. I got a
5: trek, the one you said. I don't know what what thing it is, but and my wife got me a, a cushion for the seat. <laughs> So it's not as hardcore. So I want to be one of those badasses, but when I cruise around town, and my my wife has one, but she has the attachment for my seven-year-old on the back, and we cruise around to the ice cream shop. She got me a cushion because you have one of those little, oh. you have something to make
4: it, because they have these little seats. And you know? Right. Matt, yeah. Matt initially took the seat off. And like, uh, like get a seat.
2: No, you know what I do? I get the, <laughs> I, I found out the hard way because I, I had one on my trip the first time I went riding. Now, like, man, my ass hurt. It's little, like, it was kill. too small. But then after that, I was like, I. It was a small seat. And then after that, I ended up getting uh, the like the girdles that they the, the 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 shorts that be that they have with the with the cushion the, thing on the on the, the, the bike butt. shorts, <gasps> right? Yeah, the bike shorts. That, yeah, and those this things is, make a big difference.
4: They do. Yeah, they, they look make, like they they're a little more they're a little stiffer in the back, right? Or yeah, they, they, they give you something to sit on.
2: <laughs> yeah, they make it <laughs> It'd be like really an like ass implant. yeah
3: Yeah.
2: hey look i went from (laughs) like i literally had one i got one and i rode it and i was like the next day i went to go get like four more
4: it makes a huge difference now do you live close to the mountain where you or do you have to put your bike on a car and drive it or do you just ride your bike to the mountain
2: no i stay probably about it's not what's that about it's a trail that they end up doing because knoxville is very hilly it's a trail that they end up doing I think Knoxville, like, the way to explain it, Chattanooga, Tennessee, have a bronze trail. Knoxville have a silver trail. And Asheville, Tennessee, have a gold trail because, you know, the Smoky Mountains are right there. And Knoxville is silver, but, you know, they built a trail especially um, specifically to be a black diamond trail in Knoxville. So What's the black diamond trail? It's pretty much one of the hardest trails you can ride.
4: Oh, they're hard, they're like professional level?
2: Yeah, professional level. Like literally, we're we probably have our trail is probably in the top three in a nation.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. So now not are there trails like now that you do this, is there like do you all all of a sudden get so involved in it? You're like, that's a trail I want to do, and and like you would actually go somewhere just to ride a trail, or are you happy just kind of staying where you are?
2: Um, it depends. There's different trails you can do. There's trails that are more technical that you can do. There's going to be slower paced. There's trails that, you know, going uphill is going to be a mofo, but going downhill is going to be especially worse. So there's trails. It, it, it just depends what you're looking for. They got all type of trails for you. And it, you know, where I'm at, is turning into like a, that, that a greenway type of deal. Like you can, you can do so much. So, um, But then after that, if you want, like, really intense, like, killer workouts, you go to Asheville, Tennessee, which is an hour and a half down the road, and, you know, going through the mountains and stuff, you'll know why the trails are a lot harder through the mountains.
5: Man, that's an awesome thing to get
4: into. It really is. And what you said about the adrenaline or about – I never thought of that, obviously, because Cowboy has showed us videos of him in a plane flying it. Or are co-piloting it and then like just cutting the engine and watching it go down. It's like really crazy shit. But then when you explain it, like I guess it changes your level of adrenaline when you're in the, in the cage as far as what could possibly happen. I don't know. I never thought of that, but it makes perfect sense.
2: Yeah. I didn't, I realized it like that, that day I went, I went riding and it was a Friday. Cause like I said, we typically spar on Friday nights. And when that happened, I went to go spar and I was sparring and like, I don't know, why do everything feel so? I was thinking, I was talking to myself, like, everything feels so slow. Like, I don't feel like I'm jacked up as I usually am. Like, every I didn't have to think about anything and everything just came naturally. Because the last thing you want to do when you fight is think. And when you start thinking, you're going to get in trouble. So I didn't have to think about not one thing at all.
4: So you will think sometimes, yet when you say you think you get in trouble, have you caught yourself wandering, like your mind goes somewhere and you have to snap back? Like, what well, kind of a thing will distract you during a fight?
2: Um, me thinking. Because every time when you fight, to be honest, when you fight, half the time you don't know what's going on. You can hear your coaches. You, you'll do what your coach is telling you to do. Because if your coach tell you do something you have to think about it, you're you're pretty much in trouble. But if your coach says you do something and instantly, like, you don't have to think you do it, you're good. Um, even if you want to do something, you don't want to hesitate. Some guys, if you see something um, and some guys hesitate, be in trouble if you commit already because you don't need to hesitate like even my last fight like literally I didn't have to think about nothing like when when I hit when I hit Alonzo, I didn't I knew he was hit but I didn't I didn't feel like it was much I didn't have to think I just threw my bunch
5: just reacted yeah stay staying in the yeah. moment I believe is
2: yeah yeah
5: staying in the moment so
2: having a what we' call it a flow state just kind of stay in that flow state and just like you click in. Like when I'm using that flow state, if you, my coach won't tell me anything just because he'd be like, he's doing everything right. So I don't need to coach him. So, you know, if I feel like he's in trouble, I coach him. So I'm in a flow state. I'm perfectly fine. And when I'm doing that, I'm good.
5: It's funny how some days feel like just a good day of sparring. Like you feel like you just like when I watch a certain fight or something, I'm like, man, it felt like it just a, I was having just an on day of sparring. I was just in the moment. And and then you look back afterwards and you, you go over it. And you, And you see things for like the first time that you didn't see in there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, definitely.
4: definitely. Jimmy's like,
5: what? (laughs) Yeah, no, I,
4: I don't, I don't fight. I mean, I sure I'm built like a fighter, but I really don't. I I just do the elliptical. (laughs) Well, look, man, I'm, I'm really, uh, you you seem like you're in great, uh, a great place uh, mentally and great spirits. And I'm looking forward to this co-main against uh, Jamal Hill. And uh, I love watching you again. It, It just that, that, big booming left kick is one of my favorite things so uh good luck this saturday
5: thank you sir all right osp take care buddy.
4: great talking we'll to you man take care bro.
5: likewise
4: thank you all right be good buddy
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? (laughs) That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live
1: with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play.
4: This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by P3, the official protein snack of the UFC. P3 portable protein packs are a savory and crunchy combination of three dynamic sources of protein from meat, cheese, and nuts. Each P3 pack contains up to 13 grams of protein, and they come in great-tasting combinations like turkey, almond, and Colby Jack. P3, three dynamic ways to fuel your day with protein-packed meat, cheese, and nuts, because three is better than one.
5: Do you hear us, what? Gian? Yes, sir. How are
2: you? Uh, I miss you. Miss you,
5: man. I miss you, man. I miss you. I, miss you. <laughs> I, miss you. I, I was saying earlier that I haven't spoken to you forever, and this this little drama starting, little bird is going. Why? What happened? Why? Is something wrong? I go. Yeah, you know. And I told him no, and he goes, and he brought up again. He goes, so there's nothing wrong. I go, no. I miss you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, and I miss you. And I just said that COVID. Because of COVID, it took a toll on a lot of people's relationships as far as seeing people. Like our whole thing yeah. was I'd always see you on Tuesday nights and whatever you want mosey on in. But uh you know,
1: <laughs> you know, and that's how we really would
5: hang out unless we did something at Patsy's uh pizza.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sorry. now everyone's scared to do anything. And like, I mean I mean for you, I, I don't even know what's going on with the jujitsu world. Is ever uh, not even allowed to really touch? people right i mean this thing sucks it, it's in new york it's it's even worse than anywhere else I feel like. yeah i mean
5: yeah. listen we'll 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 persevere we'll, we'll get by we'll get yeah. Yeah, we'll all get through yeah. this but how was the training through this because i know you were you were probably with keith and and working with the guys yeah. yeah. and whatnot but it had to be a little more uh, it had to be It had to change somewhat
3: you know oh absolutely yeah a lot more um did a lot of boxing Tell you, tell you that just uh you know we that's just because what I have most access to uh the boxing guys at the gym there that some of Keats heavyweights and stuff like that so there's a lot of boxing um some little kickboxing ground stuff you know he's like a couple guys like Randy or some smaller yeah. guys really but it's just it was just or even Andre or just some of the smaller guys at the gym but it was just more to get the feel and stuff like that um it was just tough to get a lot of the work in that i um am used to getting but uh, i think i got the right the right amount in i um i feel Feel a lot better, cardio wise and stuff like that. I lost, uh, lost a little weight <laughs> going as heavy as last you time. Don't, so. You don't give uh, uh, a
5: shit. You're funny last time, <laughs> people, You don't. You're so funny because you always, if you get a little chubby, you you own it. You don't even care oh, at hell all. Yeah. Like on, on the scale, because Jimmy, the last time, and you, I'm telling you, chubby Volante was dangerous as hell because you were <laughs> really up until up until the shitty ending, it was fucking oh. going well for
3: you. Yeah, you know, yeah what is doing the, the whole fat Thor thing, and <laughs> to, to, move,
5: Vlante, to move up the heavyweight. What made you say it was it was a cut getting too much for you? You just said, "Screw it! I just feel powerful, and I'll take my chances
3: with the big boys." Uh I think a little of both, like a little of like cutting weight just so i mean i could still make 205 if i had to do it but it really is it's a whole change of lifestyle when you do it <laughs> and it sucks but it's also up at heavyweight i feel like i could take anyone's shot i've i've gone against the best me and steeper you know we've trained together plenty of times so i mean i know what it's like to get hit by some of the hardest hitting guys in the division i fight some heavyweight boxers that are tops in the world so i mean like why the hell not i must train with these guys why not i go get hit with them for real so i don't have to cut weight i feel a lot better and it was like i didn't realize how much it affected my my cardio until being in uh the fight like i was kind of just waiting to get tired my last fight like when's this gonna happen and it never really happened so like this is uh i don't know it was different for me so i uh i think it helped a lot going up and that that cut really does take it out of you, man. Losing
4: 20 pounds
3: a week of a fight is never fun, and uh, that's what I had to do every time, and it sucked.
4: <laughs> what did you walk in at against uh, Green? Uh, do, you, do you remember what you what you weighed?
3: I mean, yeah, that was something I shouldn't have been at.
4: <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was.
3: I was big. I think I, uh, the day before, I weighed in at like 56, I think, but that was no Breakfast, no drink, nothing the whole day. So I was probably a good 260, 262, something like that. So I'm um, about 20 pounds lighter this fight. Um, so I feel a lot, a lot, a lot, lot better. So just even that that little weight it wasn't like necessarily I care what I look like. It's more <laughs> I care what I feel like. And it did feel a little heavy and sluggish last time. So uh, I did lose 20 pounds. Been eating healthy this whole camp. Didn't really have to go to the extremes i did when i made 205 but i would uh i'm down to like 240 ish 245 and you feel a lot better
4: did you what, what is that what happened last time it was like you didn't have to cut so you just kind of really oh uh, yeah like, they, it, was it was also crazy, the quarantine
3: I just had you know you don't make excuses but you know being at home you're ordering in every day yeah. wasn't a lot of like if i went to the grocery store my i have a newborn so like the the my fiance was no grocery store. She was like super Nazi about not leaving the house and keeping me in and being safe for our baby and this and that. So like she was very hardcore about that. And like even if me going to the train, she was very upset about it, but I had to do it to, you know, pay for the house we live in. So yeah. um you know, it was uh, a little difficult. Like I said, we just ate in a lot and all that stuff. So this is uh this time we changed all that. She cooked for me every night. And it was good, man, and everything. uh Got my my uh, diet under control. And that's really all it was. No, not a lot of the work changes. Really, just diet. And that's anyone that wants to lose weight, it's diet. Yes, <laughs> I you know.
5: From the gluten,
3: you look. Uh, what are you? 130 pounds? What are you? What? right who, who, oh, me, oh me or Jimmy? God. Wait, who are you talking you are to? The Jim? The are you talking to Jimmy? I'm trying to Are really? you talking to me? Sorry.
5: <laughs> I do that on my left arm. I feel good right now. That's not the point. Just don't watch You look great. You
3: look great. <laughs> <laughs> well, any-
5: uh, enough of all this fighting shit. Did you try the new virtual reality that Oculus Pro? You're a gamer.
3: I am a gamer, and I'm. you don't know how hard I'm trying to get this... Uh, the new Xbox. You have no idea. You're, you you played this weird stuff. This Why, virtual
5: you're reality. Stuff. Act, you're acting like the old man now. You
3: are.
5: We're <laughs> being the old man. No. Oh, you you in this virtual reality. It's I want in television.
3: It's, <laughs> it's the future. It is the future. And I'll tell it's you right now, free. I love my gaming, but I've been playing a lot of the Call You can't even do Call Duty and all that stuff, right? I you mean, know, you're like, like, yeah, but I'm living it, man. I'm right, living it. I'm
5: right. living this thing. I put it on. I'm in my own realm. I, I'm, I'm taking out
4: squads. Matt, Matt's <laughs> like, making more me more want to mainstream. get one. It's the, I, I want to get one. I want a virtual reality. Matt's making I, me want really? to get. I don't game at all. Well, I want to talk about it a lot.
3: I've seen the this show. He talks about Oculus. Plus plus I want to try it. Oculus Quest 2,
5: you take it right, go to Best Buy.
3: I'm more of a mainstream, mainstream gamer. Like, you know, your Xboxes, your cold, right? dude, you're like, you're it's a more the br- branch of
5: you're acting like gamers. You're, you're, being, you're, you're being the cool kid. And you think that the Xbox, <laughs> you, know, you, you and Weidman, are, you're doing your thing with your Madden. <laughs> I'm
3: telling you, I'm ahead of the curve with this. You uh, might be, it might be. I, guess. A, I don't know. Let's get, the, mean, let's get the this. videos your your family took you and the best things. I've ever yes, seen. Yeah, my wife
5: definitely <laughs> sold me out with that. Oh, well, like, let's get <laughs> the serious business. Serious business. You're known. You're known for taking your shirt off. Now, oh yeah, you when know, at parties, restaurants. <laughs> now, listen. Now, a little bit older. Maybe you're fighting heavyweight. When do you find that inappropriate?
3: Uh, I still love it, Listen, I really do. But now it's more. I just. Uh... <laughs> If I got my little guy with me, you got to set more Jack to me. You got to set. So I let him out. Oh, what do you? Think? What's that? I was gonna say you're set a good example. If you don't do it, go ahead.
5: <laughs> Look at that. Why are Why you showing me your nipple? Are you doing? Don't get Jimmy excited. You are still the heartthrob. I don't care what weight you are. And how I mean, you yeah. digging Parenthood? How do you like it. How are you liking Parenthood?
3: Oh, I love it. The more best thing ever. I mean, you've all said it. You and Chris always remember sitting, you know, down after jitsu, yeah. talking about kids, this and that. And you know how much I love kids, like yes. even being around your kids, Chris's kids, anything. Yes. It was always yes. love being around kids. But now having my own, it's like, oh. man, it blows my damn mind. It really does. He'll be one on uh, Christmas, actually. So oh, wow. he was good, we get through this fight and then get to go celebrate with him a little bit. So he he it's awesome it really is such a different thing but hard to hard to explain but i love it
4: (laughs) how now how are you going to make because i always thought christmas birthdays are rough because it's it's no one cares about the birthday because it's christmas and how are you going to make it special as he gets older to to differentiate
3: i know as he gets older it'll be a little bit more uh, right now it's just he's he gets everything he wants so what else can the hell yeah. Kid, what else can the kid want? So, but when he gets old, I don't know. I mean, I've heard a couple of suggestions, maybe that like uh, the six month birthday, like the half. So like in June 25th would be, you know, right. When school ends and stuff like that, that wouldn't be a bad birthday to celebrate it then. Cause who the hell, none of it's not going to be able to hang out with his friends or anything like that. At Christmas, you know, when he gets older. So, right. Have to figure it out, but that's one suggestion I got from my buddy who does has birthdays on Christmas Eve. He did a six month birthday growing up, and that was uh fun for him. So maybe, I, that was probably the best idea. He'd be confused, <laughs> okay, for his friends.
5: Happy birthday! He'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Hold it, I'm <laughs> yeah. just accepting gifts and I want that <laughs> stuff, but wait another six months for the whole happy birthday
4: thing, exactly. You know? <laughs> and do you do it before or after the birthday? Like, do you get yeah, through the birthday? Or I know right? I made it. Yeah. Or do you go before with wishful so thinking?
3: He's 11 and a half. Is he twelve? yeah, that's a that's a confusing one. I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should ask your friend how do you do that? Like, is is it yeah. one? Is it bad luck to do it early? Um, but who wants to celebrate their 12th birthday when they're 12 and a half? You know, when you're that age, you, wanna, yeah, right. you, to you want to get to the next fucking age. 12. I don't want to talk about 12. We're done with 12. We're on to 13 already. Shit, we're, tackling, a we're tackling we're tackling a lot of ask questions Dallas today. Yeah, we're fucking doing everything. <laughs> well, look. hey was the green fight too uh what did the move up because you were you would look so good in that fight and, yeah. and it just I, it was so you were so close to putting him he was very tough i mean he was really yeah, tough he
3: took, he, i knew he was in there i've seen previous fights and that he could take a beat in a little bit so <laughs> tried to put it on him a little bit but what were you gonna say i'm sorry
4: oh uh, no, no no i was a- asking was was it the uh, the fact that you were fighting a bigger guy, do you think, uh, or, or, like, do you think at light heavyweight that guy would have went out, or do you think that totally had nothing to do with it?
3: No, no, I don't think that was. I think, I mean, I really did, more than anything else, right? And when the guy grabbed a hold of me like that, he, cut, he heard, heard his arm was over my mouth and nose. And, you know, I've been choked before, and would I rather go out than tap? You know what I mean? Yeah. When it was being able to not breathe and, like, trying to suck in and all sucking in his, his his skin, it was it freaked me out. And especially being a little bit tired trying to finish him, but then getting like suffocated, it it freaked me out. And I don't know, it was kind of like uh I'm more panicked than anything else. I've never been in that situation. I've never been uh submitted before either. And that's a a move that I could get out of ninety-nine out of about, you know, a million times out of a million most of the time. So it's just something that it was uh like I said, I panicked more than anything. Well, I was freaked out.
5: Why don't we wow. fast? Why do we to fast forward? Why don't we fast he- forward to uh, Jake Corley's uh, locker room cam? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're gonna see him in the locker room just smothering his head. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, that'd be the best thing. It'd freak me out. <laughs> you got the defense set now. You 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 already worked on the defense.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: the
4: yeah, being being smothered, I guess, feels different than being choked. Right? It's, it's a absolutely, different.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, it, it was a weird, really like freaky thing more than anything i've never never had that feeling before like i've had the being choked the blood choked or whatever you know uh, a, a the karate what is this one the tea bag yeah yeah but that, but uh something
5: hey, <laughs> hey, don't you hate when you're playing your call of duty somebody kills you and then they teabag you
3: oh it's the worst I'm, they squat over you disrespectful. oh my god it's disrespectful. So, I don't think. I want to tell them, you I'm gonna in the I, UFC. I'll fuck you up. I don't want to. I don't want to
5: snitch on people, but I almost feel like reporting. I want to handle the business. I know I can't. How <laughs> dare them? They're starting it, and worse with virtual reality because they actually, <laughs> they actually have to stand up and sit down oh, like this, oh, sitting crazy. on my face, and I don't appreciate <laughs> the shit. So I'm a grown ass. <laughs> Monday, it keeps us young it keeps us young
3: hey, you're right you're right <laughs>
5: oh, shit, Monday. well listen man great. um i can't wait to see you back
3: in yeah. action thanks God. you know yeah, thank you enough. 35 you, years man. you're
5: 35 years old holy shit i'm getting a flashback <laughs> of i was getting ready for a certain fight at 35 years old the fight was it uh was it, uh, it trick you know what a matter of fact it was frank Trigg volante yeah I, I, and that worked out well i knocked him unconscious yeah that's <laughs> nothing the point is you my friend you know why you're laughing right now
3: i remember why are you laughing just, right now what did you say to i remember you know, in longo's old gym you on that like uh Versa climber thing yeah okay whatever, not what were you saying like,
5: to me yeah what would you say to me you remember <laughs>
3: jimmy I said damn you're old you're still doing this <laughs> like, man he goes at 35 he's like oh man he's like man i was like how credit.
5: does it feel like how does it feel to be that old and still doing it? i go what what and uh, until then if you think i'm i'm young-minded now then i'm like i'm not one of the guy i'm not a young i'm not one of the guys i'm an yeah. older guy what the fucking oh, yeah. i took that hey I took that shit out on trick. We should maybe fend- <laughs> <laughs> for making me feel like an old guy. And have to fight that was funny. But now you're there. The circle of oh, life. Man. This is the circle you're of right. life right now. Look at this. Oh. This is the way it works. Like the Lion King. You are. This is good news. Because you see how it worked <laughs> out
3: for me. You understand? You're right. You're right. This is a it's, good, it's omen. Wild, this is a good omen. This is a good omen. This is a good sign. Long, to be doing it as long as you did. It's a long time to be doing this thing, man. It really is. It's uh, it's a blessing for sure, man. To be able to do this still at thirty five is, is crazy. I've been the UFC for almost eight years now, so I mean seven years maybe. I don't know. It's a long time. So, I mean, it really is a blessing to be doing it this long, able to have a career this long. So, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. What do you I'm definitely Wind it do down to the end, but
4: do you look at anything after? Like, what do you look at? Like coaching, or what do you look at if you think you're winding down? What do you look at? And go, yeah, maybe someday I'll do this.
3: Well, not everyone has the spirit that Matt hat has as right. far as being able to go and coach other guys and have that attitude that he had. I, I just don't think that that is a road I would go down. I'm more, I don't know. Like I went to school to be a teacher. I could see myself going back and doing that, working with kids, maybe you know, coaching like football or something like that, wrestling, so, just nothing too serious. Cause you know, I, I did uh, do enjoy, uh, you know, sport. I think it's something that could you know, keep kids healthy and this and that. So it's something that I'd probably want to do and uh, maybe be a teacher something like that. I I really, you know, I haven't figured it out exactly yet. uh, It's something that is, does weigh on me a little bit. um, What I'm going to do after, especially with the fiance telling me that, you know, she wants this one to be my last fight every time I fight. um, You know, we'll see. It weighs on me, but uh, I'm sure I'll figure it out. I'm just, you know, Everything I've always done in life, I've always found a way to succeed. So I'll find a way to do that here after this.
4: <laughs> yeah, you work, I work, I work. at this fight first, and then, then you can think yeah, of other stuff exactly. when you finished. Well, look, man, good luck, guy. It's it's the main fight of the prelims again. We we, we always say that's always a good fight. That's always a fight they know is going to be good because it's going to get people to continue uh, watching.
3: Did they do anything with Marab yet? Do you guys
5: know no, I don't, what's going on with him? he's fighting? I do not believe. No, huh? no, no, he's he's for sure not fighting. But um, um, man, is Weidman there with you?
3: No, he didn't come. I didn't oh. see him all at camp. I saw him last okay. week a little bit when he came up for Thanksgiving. I missed the guy too, man. We just talked on the phone right before I called you. So
5: strange, everybody. Hopefully
3: I mean, crazy, uh, it really is. I don't know what he's doing. He oh shit, crazy.
5: man. Did Keith get a haircut? <laughs>
3: he finally did. Yes.
5: congratulations.
3: He was I forced. Him, I
5: hope said hello too.
3: Okay. I will for sure. All right,
5: man. Velante, so thank good you. to see you, man. Good talking I really you, do miss you, guys, bro.
3: Yeah. And I'll talk to you next miss time, you. for sure. All right. Thank you, guys. Good talking to All, you. Man. All right. <laughs> you. Take I care, care
4: you. pal. Later, Bye. Buddy. You put
0: a- ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling, the collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once.
1: Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 Plus Only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. In the work training
4: at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go, you push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports Choose Thorn, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorn.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T E N for 10% off. That's promo code UFC10, and you get 10% off. And Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters.
5: Jimmy. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm happy to see him. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a really great guy. Yeah, he's just a dude, just a lovable lug, you know. Yeah, yeah, dude, I miss him, you know. Yeah, but uh, like I said, COVID took its toll on people's normal routines. Where the normal, seeing, I'm seeing this guy how many times a, a week or month, and and then you just don't see a guy for six, eight months. You know what I mean?
4: Eight months, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I get to talk at least. And so, because I'm doing that with everybody, it doesn't feel that different. But it really is weird when you're used to seeing people so often, and you just don't see them anymore.
5: Yeah, Jimmy. It's a strange, strange time. But uh, okay, so let's do our picks. Da, 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 da.
4: I took OSP. I'm going to take OSP. It's a three round fight, obviously, against Jamal Hill. Oh, it is, yeah. I think OSP gets a stoppage in the second. I have that much faith in Ovin Simpro. Could be a decision or, you know, hey, it could be Jamal Hill, but I'm. Let me
5: see here. Well, wow, he is very interesting. Very interesting. He did have a fight, his fight with uh, Darko Stozik. Um I'm talking about Hill. He won that fight, but. But, but, Tarko was doing a good job of getting him down and of him getting back up. So, he's got some of that experience of the up and down, up and down, still being dangerous. Hmm. And, you know, it, I was I was going with, with Hill, with that confidence I was seeing in him. And from his, just the way he was striking with that, with, with his, the way he was climbing that, knee, yeah, the way he was getting up when he was, Targo was getting down. But after talking to OSP, this happens to me sometimes, Jimmy. After talking to OSP, I start to think maybe experience will will be the deciding factor here. Yeah, you know. So, what, so what should I do? Should I get off the pot? Should I make my choice? I'm having a hard time yeah. with it, Jimmy. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I overthink it. You know, this is what I'm gonna do. Mm. I'm going to say that Jamal Hill did his homework. And I'm going to say he's going to get. Arr! I'm on the fence, Jimmy. I got okay. to get off the fence. But you know what? I'm going to go with my original pick. I'm going to say, I'll say Jamal Hill, second round stoppage. Okay. I like, listen, what is it? Fun if I just choose the way you're going to choose? Sergeant, I'm sorry. I'm too. Listen to me. Too many shots. I'm, hey, don't Jimmy. No, 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 no. Don't look away. I'm sorry. I got a little. I got a little heated. Okay.
4: Yeah, buddy. I'm with
5: you. Okay. Listen, <laughs> Jimmy. It's the closest we ever gotten to a
4: little scruffle. I right, listen. <laughs> let's let's go to uh oh and Jack Romain, Oh shit. Or Manson Marvin Vittori main event. Oh, listen to me.
5: I. So Jack Hermanson, I was watching him versus Gerald Murshot, and man, I really, really he ended up finishing with his trademark head uh, uh, modified guillotine choke. It's beautiful. The only, the the way Jacare got out of that is something that I don't think anybody could ever duplicate, duplicate, duplicate. But uh, I'll tell you, I'm so impressed with his ground game, and he just finished he just finished Marvin Vittori's buddy, um, Calvin Gaslin. That's right. You understand? And, yeah. and what did Marvin say? Who did he say is his only friend in that division?
4: Calvin Gaslin.
5: Yes, Jimmy. Damn right you were paying attention. That's his only buddy they go to war with. So you know he's doing his homework with, that, with those heel hooks and those leg locks. And he's got a good ground game, Marvin. Very good. um, Israel Adesanya, to his credit, was getting up. But Marvin was getting him down and controlling him the correct way. He's going to get an angle. His head's falling under his chin. He's improving position. He knows what's going on down there. So I do believe he will be able to nullify. And Jack shows Jack has a rapid fire attack down there. If it doesn't work out, it's almost the equivalent of somebody looking for a knockout and then he might get a little gassed. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't keep an eye on on uh, how much uh, output he puts out, uh, out, like in other words, he's got to be yes. careful how much he puts his foot on the gas with Marvin. Because I feel That's Marvin true. is going to keep coming forward like the Italian Terminator. And he's going to be, he's going to weather whatever he's got to weather. And I think Marvin will get the stoppage by the fourth round.
4: Um, I'm going to take Hermanson by the fourth, but here's why. Marvin took this fight last minute. He was getting ready for Jacare. I know he was. He was ready for so anyone, I mean, that's And he was in Italy. Yeah, yeah. And he was training for a ground guy. He was training for a grappler. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And he was training for Kevin Holland. You know, and I guess it comes down to also, uh, it's a main event. Um, Hermanson's been here before. It's a five-round fight. Hermanson's been in those before. And again, I know these guys are training for more then three, but I'm going to take Hermanson in the fourth, and the main reason is going to be that uh, Jack was training for a five-round fight, really? and um, Vittoria was, I think, training for a three-round fight. All right, I think, and I think that fourth round. Because when you look at Marvin's record, he's gone the distance. He beat, uh, you know, but he has never gone. He, there's never been a fourth round or a fifth round, and I'm wondering how does that affect a guy. Um, you don't know Let's, until you see him do it.
5: Let's talk about opportunities here. Marvin Vittori knows. He feels he's a man on the mission. He, yeah, he does feels he's a man on the mission. He's not here to make friends. He's got his eye on the prize and he is hungry. That's what I see when I see him. He's hungry. There's a difference. It might come down to attitude in this fight. Jack Romanson's had some big, and listen, I, I love Jack Hermanson. I think he's a beast. And I'm not going to say he's not going to be training lightly. And there's a there's there's a time where I feel, if everything's close to equal and, you know, it might come down to attitude. And I feel Marvin, you're going to literally he's going to have to snap something or put him to sleep to stop him because this kid's coming. And I think he's going to have his I think he's going to bring his A game here.
4: Hermanson by decision. You're correct. You know what? I'm going to change it to decision. You're right. And I and I think it will be. A matter of, I think you're right. He would have to snap something for Marvin to give up. And I think it might be the fact that in rounds four and five, not that Vittoria can't go five rounds, but Hermanson has been training for a five-round fight. And in the later rounds, that might just give him an advantage.
5: Third round stoppage. I, I, I stop changed my decision.
4: My, okay. I said Vittoria, oh, third on stoppage. I'm gonna take Hermanson by decision. Coming out hard. Okay. You know? Yeah, you're right. And and the reason that he's coming out hard is I think if Hermanson weathers it, uh you
5: know. Second round stoppage, Marvin Vittori. Okay, I, I said it. I'm gonna stick with it.
4: All right. Okay. Um, you might. I, and it won't bother me hard. if it I happens. I love Vittori.
5: It's gonna be a hard. I think the first round is gonna be wild, and I think the second round he's just gonna be like, "Look, man, I'm I'm gonna break you." Should I go back to the third round? No. Stick to the second round. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going. Listen to me. He's going all. He's going for it. He's going for it okay jimmy i'm looking forward to the whole card it's this weekend december 5th ufc uh, apex the apex center oh the prelims are at 7 p.m on espn 2 and espn plus and the main is 10 p.m on espn 2 and espn plus i yeah. can't wait i can't either good
4: fight you know jimmy all right buddy if you uh, what do you want to plug just the Chip Chipperson Christmas merchandise is up. Uh, the Chipmas merchandise, as we like to say, is available. And if you want to go, Matt, and get yourself some Chip Chipperson merch, yeah, feel free. I know you're a fan. The Christmas stuff is a big hit. Okay. Chipchipperson.com or a Cameo? Oh, you do? Does Chip do Cameo? or do you do? Cameo? Does Chip do Cameo? Both. Oh, but people are much more interested in Chip's Cameo. Um, I don't do it through the app. I only do it, like, if you go to the on the computer if you go to uh, cameo.com slash Jim Norton or Chip Chipperson. But I don't do it on the app because they take too big a percentage. I like
5: how you say both. It's you I do, but Chip is much so more like popular. That's like me saying than the than Kimura Jim. Savage cameo. And I go, yes, both. But I, but I will, I don't like to talk about the third person, but I will call myself the Kamora Savage. Both when I play my video games and when I do my cameos. I've been doing the cameos. I'm on Cameo and I've been doing like birthday messages. Nice. I like to make people happy, Jimmy. You make me happy. I will be talking to you probably during the fights. If you're yes, not watching them live, let me know, and I will not text you.
4: No, you can text me. I'll be watching them live as well. All right, buddy. I I, right. I miss you. I'll I'll see you. I miss you too, man. I'll see you soon. Unfiltered Army. Thank you so much. And thanks to Volante and thank you to uh, um, OSP. Yes. Always good talking to those guys. All right, buddy. Later, buddy.